Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Let's see. Let's move some of this, move some of this stuff around here so we can get to get to this thing. Oh, hey, today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com slash critical hit to claim your free trial set. That's harrys.com slash critical hit. Well, everyone, page one. Well, everyone, we have made it to the end. This is the very last episode of Yellow Light a Call of Cthulhu adventure from Major Spoilers and Critical Hit. It was a fun game. It's an interesting game. I think people will be talking about it for years to come. Years to come. That's right, years to come. And uh, this was really a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun uh, playing in it. I know everyone around the table had a lot of fun playing in it. And I know Dr. Brad Will had a lot of fun putting this game together. Now... Uh, after the game wraps up at the end of this episode, there is a discussion about, you know, some, some people have asked, uh, are you going to talk about how you played it right or wrong? Yes, there's a discussion about Brad's perception of how we played the game and the player's perceptions of how we played the game that I want you to check out and listen. And then next week, next week will be, let's look on the calendar here really quick. Uh, next week, Friday, March 10th at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, you'll want to go over to our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video. That's our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video, for our live Finally Friday show that we do every week. Because Dr. Brad Will is going to come on that week, and we're going to be talking about uh, Call of Cthulhu. We're going to be talking about the game. We'll be answering your questions about stuff. And uh, and we'll uh, get your feedback and share some more of our thoughts, because... We played this game all the way back in October, and so there's been, what, October, November, December, January, February, March, almost six months that we've had uh, to reflect upon that. And I think we have some other ideas and some uh, some um, thoughts on this game. So that's Friday, March 10th, 3.30 p.m. Central Time, on our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video. Of course, there'll be a link over at Majorspoilers.com. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll be able to uh, see the Twitter notice pop up. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Majorspoilers. You can check out all of that stuff there. Uh, as I mentioned, this week's episode is being brought to you by Harry's. You want to go to harrys.com slash critical hit to get that free trial set. I've been using Harry's for a long time. I mean, I don't think you can hear it, but there's some whiskers on my face that need shaving off. And every time I reach for my razor, I reach for a Harry's razor because I've been shaving this face for 30 some years. Yeah, about 30 years. And 
I've never had a better shaving experience than I have when I use a razor blade from Harry's. And I love their handle. I love I love really everything about the Harry's razors. I've really not had product uh, like this. Uh, I love their no-slip grip handle. I love the design. I love the packaging that it comes in when you order it. I think it's all well done from top to bottom. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, the creators or the founders of Harry's looked at drugstore prices for disposable razor blades and said, we can do better. And they went out and they bought a factory in Germany so they can bring the price way, way down. Oftentimes they can uh, bring the price into about two bucks a blade where other uh, companies are selling them for about five bucks a blade. So really Harry's includes everything. I, I mentioned this packaging that you get. Harry's includes everything that you need for a close, comfortable shave. They have five German engineered blades. They have a lubricating strip, the flex hinge for a comfortable glide. They have that trimmer blade that I like a lot. And the handle is weighted perfectly. And I really agree, agree for that. Agree with that. Yeah. That's what I said. So why haven't you switched over to Harry's? Maybe what you need is a free trial set. So Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they want you to give you their they want to give you their most popular trial set for free. Comes with a razor handle of your choice, the five blade car cartridge that I mentioned a moment ago that's German engineered, and some shaving gel. And it's free when you sign up. You just have to pay for the shipping. So to get that free trial offer, go to Harry's.com slash critical hit right now. That's Harry's.com slash critical hit. And we've been very happy that Harry's has been one of our sponsors for Critical Hit for so long. And go check them out. I mean, and and it's not just for guys either. My wife has used their blades a couple of times and really likes them as well. So doesn't matter where you're shaving. Get yourself a Harry's razor and be satisfied. Also, after this week's episode, I'm going to pop in really quick at the end to kind of give you a heads up of what's coming next, because I know that is the question that you're asking yourself. You're sitting there going, Stephen, what's the next game? Is it Critical Hit? Is, is the main storyline coming back? And the answer, of course, is no. The main storyline is not coming back. It's only been, what, three months? Need more months to get this, uh, get this uh, all prepped and complete. So come back at the uh, end of this episode, or make sure you're listening all the way through past the end of the episode, because I'll pop in real quick and give you a heads up of what you can expect in the weeks to come. Until then, I think it's finally time to wrap this story up. There's a big party out at the uh, sanitarium. Sanatorium? It's uh, out there, Sigur Ross. Let's see how this all wraps up and who lives and who dies. Any kind of bugs crawled over that? Meh. So, um, free food's free food. So, Dr. Archer um, gathers everyone's attention. Uh, she makes some speech a little bit. Uh, she uh, acknowledges that uh, Governor Richardson is there. Bear Cryer is there. She uh, mentions uh, Chief Heath. Uh, there's some other uh, representatives and various people there. Um, the three of you happen to notice... Um, that um, Sully is pushing Colin Seavery in a rather large, uh, heavy-looking wheelchair. Mm -hmm. and, well, at least uh, he made it out of the house. Yes, and and uh, Doctor Archer makes a point of 
introducing Mr. Seavery uh, as a special guest of honor. Um, and um, she asks if everyone would like to adjourn to uh, enjoy uh, a screening of The King in Yellow. And, and so you, they're starting to usher people into the gymnasium area where they're going to show the film. I'll try and maneuver my way over to Colin. So, so yeah, you can, yeah. you can, so there's Sully pushing him and, and Mr. Seavery in the chair. Hello, Mr. Seavery. Uh, hello. Yes. Yes. You are. Sonny Grayson. Edward's Sonny Grayson. Nephew. Edward, Edward Grayson's nephew. Uh, we yes. came to see you earlier this week. Yes. You I were... recall. Yes. Right. Yes. Just wanted to thank you again for, uh, putting it up at the hotel. I am very happy to have been of some help to you. And we're glad to see you out, even if it's in a limited capacity. This, I fear this was a grave mistake. This was a grave mistake. The heat is unbearable. Glance up at Sully. And Sully kind of shrugs. It's clearly not a hot evening. It's nighttime. It's February. It's February, yeah. Um... He says, um, uh, yes, Mr. Uh, Seavery has uh, a special chair, uh, and um, I'm hoping that he'll be very comfortable this evening. You see that he is, Mr. Seavery has a blanket. He's like a heavy uh, woolen blanket over him. Um, no wonder he's complaining about being hot. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Um, no, the blanket is to keep the cool in. Yeah. It's um, a very special chair. <laughs> it is a very special chair. Um, you can tell it's it's actually, uh, and it doesn't take a lot of a lot of uh, it, you know effort to figure this out. That the chair part is actually sitting on an ice box. That is uh, that is this appears to be an actual ice box with presumably a block of ice in it. Yeah. Uh, so he is sitting on this block of ice, and this of a woolen blanket actually helps to keep the cool in. Uh, and and Sully would explain that to you happily. He's no, he's actually rather proud of himself for having <laughs> this little ice box on wheels. For <laughs> Walk up beside Sunny. Perhaps Mister Seaver would like to get some cool night air before the movie begins. Ah, uh, yes, my dear. I I have. No intention of watching this movie, uh, none whatsoever. Uh, Sully, shall we? Shall we go outside? Perhaps it, it will be cooler out there. So Sully pushes him out. Um, we'll follow. And Sully says, "Are you not going to watch this motion picture?" Um, we were at the premiere last night. Once the, yeah, premiere. Ah, and how was it? Good. Was, color yeah. is... Reception was it's, really good. Yeah. The color was everything Mr. Seavery said it would be. Mm. I, uh, I, I am glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Seavery invested a lot of money in this production. You notice that Mr. Seavery seems to have kind of nodded off or maybe you know, he's just kind of yeah. dozing a bit. Yeah. It's a standing ovation after... After the end. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, can I help you all with something? 
No, I just needed a breath of air myself before I went back in. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm going to allow Mr. Seavery to get some repose. Of course. You would let him rest. Certainly. Absolutely. Sure. Excuse us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's one out of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Uh, Sully. Oh, yeah, Sully. Sully's cool. <laughs> Sully's good. <laughs> Twofer. Yep. Uh, head back inside. Okay. Yes. I'll stand. I'll I'll stay close to the exit. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to try and shut this down? Is that the plan? Those are seen to be. If we do this, if if we do that and do it incorrectly, we'll only earn ourselves one-way tickets to little stuffy rooms <laughs> of our own. You hear the band. Strike up. There's a small orchestra actually that is playing for the music for the mm-hmm. for the motion picture. And they how's big, he uh, doing? Big fanfare. Um, I uh, Charles is Charles is <laughs> <laughs> stacking dice. <laughs> Charles is doing just fine. He's fine. There's nothing. Nothing seems to be triggering Charles. The filth is slightly distressing, but that's it. You got any thoughts on the situation there? I think we need to stop this. Mm-hmm. Ah, it doesn't look like there's any stairs. Unless you want everyone in there. Actually, you would really like to watch this movie. I would like. Uh, to. Okay, let me change it then. <laughs> I, I think we should really watch this movie, all of us together. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Well, I've seen it. We've seen it. No, this is a different one. Is it? I believe so. All signs point to yes. <laughs> Pulls the magic eight ball out of his pocket. All it? yellow signs point to yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just walk in. Okay. Just take a seat somewhere. I sit in the back chair. Okay. Where's the? Is it a projector in the room with them, or is it in a separate no, it's in booth? A separate yeah, it's upstairs. It's like it's actually up on the uh, third floor. The gymnasium ceiling is three stories tall, uh, so the projector booth they actually had to knock a hole in a cell uh, so that there would be a little window that the projector could could shine down on. And I think someone explained to you they had to install special ventilation mm-hmm. for the gas that the uh, the lights created. Hmm. All right, so Charles is watching a movie. Uh, it is, Yay! It is movie, 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 as movie, beautiful movie. and vibrant as you remember it being from 24 hours ago. Yes. Um, <laughs> quite, quite thrilling. It's a dirty print. <laughs> no, it's not. A, this is a pristine. No, print. it's dirty. Look at there's, all the filth on that there's a, lens. There's one of them to be fired. There's a hair. There. There's a hair yes. that's just really Look at that kind of hair. Looking right yeah. back like a tentacle. Across the head. <laughs> Um, do we pull this film or do we? I don't know how. So we're getting about halfway through the first mm-hmm. act, and here uh, it comes Jeremy. Jeremy comes uh, on with his uh, black robe with a yellow sign emblazoned on it. Um, mm-hmm. You actually hear a couple of people in the audience uh, sort of audibly gasp, but you will need to make a sanity check. <laughs> a sanity check? Me? Let's roll proper percentile dice this time. I am. 
Oh, four. Four. Bought four? Yeah. yeah. You are as sane as sane can be. I am. Well, no, but, <laughs> now. but you didn't lose any more sanity. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! Less sane. <laughs> All right. Um, oh. So, what do you guys... Um, uh, look for a way upstairs yeah. to shut down the projector. Okay, well, that's... Uh, that's easier said than done. Yeah. Um, that is, there There are doors on the ends of this lobby, and you could go through either the west or the east door. Um, either, just pick one, which one do you want to do? People... I'll go east. While, while he's, yeah, while he's doing that, uh, I... People didn't really gasp out loud when the stranger hit the screen... At the other... At the premiere, did they? No, you did not notice that, no. Mm. So people are more audibly shocked right now by what they're seeing. Yes. Yes. You might, uh, were you, you were not in the room to hear this then. You were not, you're not in the room where the film is being projected, right? No. I was stand, I'm standing by the exit. Yeah. No, you were uh, not. In, uh, no. Am I noticing anything different from nope. the night before? Nope. Fantastic. <laughs> Superb filmmaking. So, if you go through one of those doors... I go east. All right. You go east. Uh, so, you go through the door, and um, there is a uh, a stairway that goes up. You can take the stairway up. Mm -hmm. uh, but you see clearly that to go north, that is the direction of the gymnasium in this hallway that would run parallel along the, line, along the length of the gymnasium, um, that door is secured. That is a locked door. I'll try going up. Okay, so you can go up the stairs, uh, and you hit the second floor, and on the second floor, there is a locked door going to the north, again, along the length of the gymnasium. On the shorter side, the short side of the gymnasium, over the lobby, uh, there is no door at all. And you go to the third floor, locked going north. Now on the short side, over the lobby, there is a door. It also is locked. Man, locked doors everywhere. If only you had lock picking. Yeah, yeah, nope. If only we knew someone who could pick locks. All right, yeah, I'll go back down in the lobby. Okay. Uh, yeah, all doors there seem to be locked. Could we uh, let's just check the front desk? See if there has to be any convenient keys lying around. Okay, well, Albert is sitting there. Oh, he's still there? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to go <laughs> with the movie? They don't, they don't pay Albert to watch movies. <laughs> Uh, what can I do for you? Uh, we're actually uh, wanting to check out the projector. Seabury wanted us to uh, check a few things in there. And Mr. Yeah. Seabury asked you to check the projector? Yes. Just make sure it's running correctly. Yes. Um, we need to uh, do some calibrations. While the motion picture is running? Yes. <laughs> you had some just, just in case it stops. The operation. <laughs> he, he feels like it's not quite up to snuff. I'm sorry. You Maybe clearly Mr. Seabury doesn't is not aware of this, but the the room where the projector is housed, where the projector is projecting from, is actually a a cell. Yes. It is so. in it is in a secure area. I I can't let you just wander up there. <laughs> so we don't want to wander. We, we I, I cannot let you go up there. I'm sorry. All right. Where have I gone? <laughs> <laughs> you do hear someone scream out, more light! 
See, see, they need adjustments up there. Yeah, no, it's not coming from upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Never know who's yelling in this dang place. I'll um, pop my head inside the room, inside the theater. What are they? What part are they at? <laughs> so uh, oh. it's it's getting along a ways. It's the yellow sign song and dance. <laughs> <laughs> Every night to the yellow sign. We dance all the time. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> they have to keep flashing up the the, t- the title cards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Each we do routines of Cthulhu scenes whenever we are able. Um, so yeah, you do see that it is the uh, it is beginning the mask, and we're getting we're getting well into the to the show here. So we're we're well into the second act. Hmm. This is the good part, everybody. <sighs> Grace. Hey. Yes. Locked doors. You want me to try? We gotta do something, right? You could. <sighs> Alright, let's see if we can quietly make our way over there. <laughs> okay, so there's that door of the east. You can go through the door, nobody really accosts you. Um Okay. A lot of a lot of people are still running around with trays of hors d'oeuvres and champagne glasses. They're trying to get everything sort of reset because they know when the when the oh. picture is over. <laughs> no. So they don't really have time to, to bother with you. So you can go you wanna go back up to the third floor to the the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your lockpick skill? Um. Well, I rolled a seventy-seven out of ah, a thirty. So. Oh, dang. Oh, Ouch. Yeah. Um, I'm not able to do this, guys. If, if you can think of a way to push the roll, uh, but kick the door open. Yeah, but I imagine <laughs> if I fail this, my lockpick just breaks. Uh, I think it's probably be worse than your lockpick. Luckily, he had a uh, she had a bottle of anti. Uh, what's, what's your what's your your two, if you're going to push a roll, you've got to you have to come up with a viable way to say you know what's your other than i'm just going to do this again how are you how are you upping the ante um and maybe you can't think of one and pushing this role would be inappropriate but i'm going to give you the opportunity to think of something. so sunny mm-hmm. think you could persuade the store open no <laughs> i don't know zadok how about you Magic it open. I, I, I got nothing here. Okay. Well, she's stronger uh, than I am. <laughs> well, then maybe. She's the alpha twin. <laughs> oh, she was born first, huh? Um, I guess at this point, I was. Honestly, probably not into doing it in the first place. She's a little listless. Okay. So I just pull out a, a you know, a second pick. Uh huh. And actually, you know, I was trying to be stealthy at first. Double, I don't know. Double down on the picks. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, because there are two, there there are different ways to pick locks. You okay. have the one pick where you just kind of like, nah, 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 poing, <laughs> or you can actually like get down and work the tumblers and really make oh, a. Okay. So you're kind of you're kind of like bending over. And yeah, like yeah. Around to work the tumblers. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Being aggressive. I'm being more aggressive with the lock oh. this time. Brute force, man. Uh, that would be a... Wait, those dice are impossible to read. Yeah, I know. Wow. Uh, that's a 15. Hey! Wait, how do you know which one is the (laughs) I usually just go with whichever one's closer to me as the the first one. (laughs) As the first number. The worst. Oh, wow. Okay, so we'll... Uh, All right, we'll pretend that's a 15 and not a 51. (laughs) All right, I just go 
go with whichever one is closest to me is digit one, digit two. Okay, did we not explain what percentile dice and how percentile dice work? Holy crap. I grabbed my wad dice. There are no percentiles in wad dice. Lord, I have tons. Look at this. Look at Steve's got a stack of them. They're all bad. They're all dirty. Don't touch them. There's dirty dice. Do you want me to re-roll it with a with a percentile? No, we'll give you the 15. Okay. Actually, yes, I do want to roll the Okay, all right. That's crazy. Okay. Here, okay, there's my there's my 10. Yeah, you had those pretty little uh, purple things. I just grabbed my percentile ones oh. for my, my wad dice. They don't come with percentiles because it's all just one out of 10 for those. That's a 38 oh. out of 30. Oh. oh. So, okay, yeah. so you fail. Uh, and, in fact, you're kind of twisted up. Uh, and when you 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 can just slip and your your foot slides out from underneath you, ah! slams into the wall and you twist your ankle. Yeah. Uh, so uh, heels, fuck them. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll say that you will take a uh, a penalty die, which will be an extra tens die. Okay. Anytime you do any kind of keep this maneuver one <laughs> or running or something like that, so you'll roll two tens dies. And you'll take the worst of the two tens dies. Okay. When you do like a maneuver, a running maneuver or something like that. All right. I have a feeling there's going to be lots of running going on. <laughs> Probably. All right. So, um, any other plans? Um, you can. Uh, you hear the the music begins to build to a crescendo. And then it gets really dark. Come on, let's get down there. Help me. <laughs> Charles, up. Uh, we're getting into parts of the movie that you have not seen before. Whoa. Um, so, this is awesome. So the, yeah, the, the stranger is killed, a little glowy purple ball of goo, and um, then... Um, the king, uh, you know, da, 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 mm-hmm. and and uh, then we cut to the scene of the lake, and the lake is bubbling, and there is something uh, yellow coming up from under the lake, uh, from under the in the depths of the lake, and you can see it rising. Uh, we cut back to the king, uh, and he is sort of swinging his arms and slashing this person and slashing that person. They're falling down. Another shot of this thing rising up from the lake. Uh, and eventually it just breaks the surface. And as it does, uh, cut away to more shots of the king. Uh, you can see a shot of the city. The sky is a strange gray color. The stars are black. The moon is in front of the towers of the city for some inexplicable reason. It's not the moon that you're familiar with, but you recognize that it is a moon in front of the towers of the city. Location Um, shoot! Dun-dun-dun! And um, eventually uh, we get to this yellow monster that is attacking the royal family. Uh, You see, in fact... uh, Naomi's character, Casilda, uh, succumbed to the monster just as uh, Naomi had described. Tentacles. <laughs> tentacles slapping her in the face. Uh, it would be comic, except it is it is absolutely horrific because you know this, this is real. actually happened. Ah. Yes. You understand that these, this is not um, some sort of fictional thing. Yeah. This How's is docu- the audience? This is documentary. 
Uh, the audience seems shocked, uh, but they're not like losing their minds over this yet. Yet. Oh. <laughs> That's promising. Yeah. yeah. So it's real. So, uh, what are you guys doing? Helping her down the stairs. Okay, so you get down the stairs, um, and um, one of the so the the monster lays waste to the city. The king is is also destroying people, uh, and you see the king sort of gesture with his arms in the air. Uh, he is proclaiming himself king. Uh, and you know, there's a title card that says, "And the screaming dead shall follow him." unto the ends of the earth. And then it says, uh, the end. Uh, but the orchestra <coughs> begins a crescendo into a greater, I'll uh, just, dun, 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 and a yellow sign uh, God damn comes it. across the screen. Uh, we're not full on. He's gone, but we're we'll not. We'll need to make a sanity check. Yay! Sanity! Sanity! How much sanity. did you lose before? Nine. Nine? Oh, Lord. Because he made his last 84. 84! Four. All right. How beautiful um, that is! Roll a, roll a d6. One. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's not bad. All right. He's still uh, more sane than I am. Yeah. Um, make, an, make an intelligence roll. Two. Two. Oh, yeah. This, oh, God. He this understands is, everything. Full on, yeah, you get it. Uh, the king is coming. Um, the king is coming. And Not the audience uh, you, be, you just jump to your feet and scream, The king is coming! The king is coming! And... And you realize no. <laughs> you realize no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> repeat after me. Repeat after me. About a, about a fifth of the people in the audience also rise to their feet and begin to scream. The king is coming. The king, the is, king coming. is coming. The king is coming. Yeah. And and um, there is a general rush out of the theater. So there's there is a press from the crazy people or just from everybody. Uh, from everybody. Okay. Uh, so people are leaving the gymnasium. Whoever didn't go completely nuts is probably still really discomfited. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're just really uncomfortable. Um, what are you guys doing out in the lobby as people begin to come out the exits, uh, some of whom are stark, raving, insane, and some of whom are not so bad off but terrified because other people around them are screaming. Press us up against the wall to just get yeah. out of the way. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so um, you see Charles kind of run out. The king is coming! You guys! The king is coming! And then you run out into the field, uh, out through the lobby, out the doors. Out Come on! The, the king is coming! Into the field. I think we screwed up. <laughs> and you see um, orderlies. Um, in fact, orderlies seem to have paired off. Uh, there are two orderlies. Uh, each has sort of one elbow of the governor, and they're they drag him outside. Is he one of the ones who are raving? Uh, he's struggling against them, uh, so he's clearly not not walking with them. Um, clearly not insane. Where's Where's Doctor Archer? Uh, you see Doctor Archer come out. Also, two orderlies, and they are just gone with her uh, outside. Uh, there are 
two orderlies with the police chief. There are two orderlies. So you see several pairs of orderlies, uh, not escorting, but effectively dragging. But taking them outside. Individuals outside, yes. yes. Yeah. Guys, the king is coming. Come on outside. We should probably stop them. The king is coming. Yeah, let's go see if we can stop Dr. Archer. Or yeah. <laughs> See what's going on with some of the order release. Okay. The king is coming. Yeah, why are so, they dragging everyone outside? So, okay, so there's a crowd of people. I um, mean, you, and you saw these orderlies uh, are just basically able to shove their way through the crowd. And so they've gotten kind of in front of everybody else. So they're, they've moved kind of outside and you're, you're significantly behind them. Especially um, with Miss Twister Ankle. <laughs> so, so uh, supposed to be the graceful one. When you get outside, you can oh, see because her name's Grace. That the orderlies are um, taking their the person that they're with uh, up the steps to the tops of these stones. And this is what are you doing now? People are uh, yeah running. What is what is going on? The king is coming. The king is coming. Uh, it is the king is, is coming. Mayhem, uh, except you can see in these these nine stones, <clears throat> the orderlies have have pulled everybody up to the top. Uh, do you want to continue running out uh, into this field? The stones are arranged in a V formation, so the the top of the V is there by the the sanitarium, the the apex of the V or the nadir, depending on how you want to imagine it, is on the sort of farthest one from the... Uh, so the points at the farthest yeah. away from us? I push Zadok and Sunny away from me and say, get them from, you know, stop them from taking them up the, the, the stairs. Yeah. Okay. We'll try. Well, it's mostly <laughs> too late. You can see that orderlies have got people up the stairs. So at this point, yeah. they're, you know, at the top of each stair, there's yeah. a pair of orderlies with a person. Wow. Oh. I'm going to rush one of the stairs and see if I can get up there. And... Okay. I, I don't uh, like right. this. King, um, king, yeah. king, make king, a, king, 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 uh, king, king, Make, uh, what are you going to do? So there's, there are two orderlies and um, a person that they're holding at the top of the stairs of a nearby cube. You um, begin to get up to the cube, the bottom of the stairs and see if I can hear what they're if the orderlies are saying anything, or uh, no, whatever I mean, they've got or saying everybody's anything. Everybody's screaming. Oh, the person's just let me go, let me go, and they're <clears throat> they effectively, they're, effectively crazy or anything. No, the orderlies it's, don't seem to be crazy. Well, the uh, person that's being drugged doesn't seem like I mean, they're just screaming about being let go. They're not go like, me, screaming about the king like no, other nutcases. No, no. Uh, I'm gonna try and and limp my way up to one of the the steps as well to get up there. All right. Um, so you're part way up a step of one of the stones. You're I'm rushing most... up the steps. Yeah. Okay. Or right, what are you going to do I'll when you get up the steps? Take a third. So, uh, what's right. going on? What What are you doing? What are you doing? Trying to figure out why you've got whoever. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you take a foot to the chest. Yeah. And you're back down at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. This orderly does not have time for you. Take, um, I don't know, let me roll a small amount of falling damage for you. Let's let's roll a d4 for that. Okay. I can survive a d4. Yeah. Can you? Well, 
Not not many times. A three. Uh-oh. Points <laughs> like a third of your hit points. Mm, less than that. Mm. I have 11 hit points. Ooh. So closer to a fourth. All right. So, <clears throat> um, Grace. Uh, Scrambling up with my awesome climb, even though I'm limping, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So, uh, make a, make a, what do you got? We have a, I have a climb of 90. Climb total. of 90. Okay. Roll, um, roll that with your, um, penalty die. Uh, let's two, see. So, so I one, just roll one single digit die and two tens dice. Okay. All right, and I got my little crystal right here. So, All right. and we take the worst of the tens dice. Uh, ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, roll a nine six. Yeah. Yeah, you you uh, stumbled down. You cannot make it up the stairs. Ah, uh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Zadok, what are you doing? Yeah, I climb another. And uh, hey, fellas, uh, don't you think? Uh, this is this is enough here. We should head on back down. Oh, and you also take a foot to the chest. Oh, can I not dodge? <laughs> uh, no, you can't. No, this would be a surprise attack. I mean, that is if you're just like, hey guys, uh, what's, hey going guys on, what's going on, dude? And you also take three points of damage. Oh no! Oh, what a coincidence. All right, um, Charles, you are the king is coming. You are yeah, the king. Yeah. The king is coming. Woo! Uh, I start going up the steps. Woo! Yes, the king is coming. All right, and you go up the steps, and you, yes, also take a foot to the chest. What? And you are going down the steps. <laughs> the what king is guys? coming. You only take one point. Oh, bullcrap. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, yeah, that's you're not going to try that again. Uh, you. Ow, the king you, is coming. You, <laughs> you rush to the uh, to the uh, apex uh, cube, the cube that is yeah, the come on, everybody. point of the V. Uh, King of the world. What's your plan? Sunny? Oh shit! Uh, can we try climbing again? Yeah. Um, uh, are are they like just right at the top of the stairs? Yeah, I mean it's it's like, a ten like, foot it's a ten foot cube, so there's not mm-hmm. a lot of. Space Go tame there. them animals. You have fisticuffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not going to take the uh, easy route. Let's let's go in there. Fist is swinging. Okay. Let's go right. at the apex. I'll tell you that in just oh, a right. minute. Yeah. All right. Just <clears throat> a swinging. All right. So you're not uh, you're not waiting to. Okay. Do I? They kicked me. <laughs> they kicked you first. See, it's self defense. Right, what is your? Hang on a second. What is your? Um, poop. What do you call it there? <laughs> your, your dex. Poop. Your dex is poop. Thirty. Thirty. All right. Uh, this guy's actually. Um, is a dex of sixty. Both of these guys have a dex of sixty, so they're they are going to go first. There's a reason I'm not an acrobat. <laughs> All right, so I'm the family uh, shame. The first one is going to um, let go of his charge and attack you. So uh, are you going? So you have some options here. You can uh, dodge the attack, or you can fight back. <laughs> Um, or you can kind of maneuver. I'm not sure what if you can think of some kind of maneuver. Like dodge or I don't, well, be like can you like twist him off the pillar? Dodge, right? Yeah, you could maybe do something like that. We, well, that would be a fight back. I mean, like I'm not sure what a maneuver would be in this case. So I think you could either dodge the attack or fight back by trying to do something. If, you know, like toss him off the yeah the thing. I'm gonna go with fighting back. My my dodge is miserable. All right. <laughs> okay. So. Now we'll so we'll both roll percentages here. All right. Um, Match. 
my guy, holy crap. Okay, he rolled his, I'll just tell you, his his uh, brawl skill is 30. Uh, two, he rolled an aught 8. Um, so that's not extreme. He did not get extreme. He got hard. So now the question I'm asking you is, what what level of success did you get? Just success. Just more success. than half, but more than under. Half. Okay, so he beat you. All right, so you are going to take damage, <sighs> and that is going to be another D four. I want to take or damage. Oh, just one point of damage. So. Okay. All right. Wait a second. <coughs> Actually, unarmed is a D three plus DB. What's that? Unarmed is a D3 plus oh, damage okay. bonus. All right, so this damage bonus was the D4. Okay, that's what I was just looking up. Thank you very much. So, uh, two points total? plus one for a total of three points. Yeah. Thank you. At this point, can I make another climb attempt? Um, yes. King is coming. Do I see them? Um, 44. 44 yeah. versus that's with your... My 90, so it's actually just under half. Okay. Yeah. All right. So my can, other one was 20. So you can make it up to the top of the steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what are you going to do up there? I'm going to try and get one of those guys off of... Whoever? Yeah, whoever whoever I chose to try and save. <laughs> okay. Well, you didn't say anything like, hey, what are you guys doing up here? So they don't notice that you're there. So you can mm-hmm. you can make a surprise mm-hmm. attack if you want. Cool. Push them off. <laughs> so this is just going to be a regular unarmed attack, though, unless you've got some other. I don't have anything on me besides my high heels. <laughs> so unarmed attack. <laughs> can I thunk them with a high heel? <laughs> Plunk. <laughs> I'm not going to call that an improvised weapon. No. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I don't know, 61? 61, and what success is that? What level of success is that? I wouldn't know. I don't have any unarmed. I'm just going for a shove. Okay, so you're just... Yeah, Brawl's 25. Yeah. Actually, I think this is an automatic uh, hit, so because it's... it's Yay! So uh, you... you uh, what's your damage bonus, do you know? My damage bonus is a 1d4. 1d4. Okay, so roll a d6, divide that in half, and add to that a d4. 4, 2, plus 4 is... What's the roll a d4? d4? Oh, roll a d4, not a d6. You needed this d6. d6 divided by 2 plus a d4. It's a d3 plus a d4. Yep. Yep. 3. 3. So So 2, 5. 5. 5, sir. All right, so your guy takes... Gee whiz. Okay. <laughs> he takes five. So His right. acrobat arms are good for something. <laughs> good job. And he goes flying. Sadok, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Does he lose uh, his balance or anything? Do I see them tussling over there? Uh, I don't know. Are you going to look over there? What do you, I mean, you're, so you're at the uh, bottom of the stairs on one of these yes. cubes. Uh, and, yeah, I guess you can see on a cube nearby that Grace has gotten up to the top and has successfully... Like punch yeah, the guy in the kidney. I think something. I'll go try to help him out. So you're gonna I figure two on one would be try to help Grace or help Sunny. 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 Okay. Grace right. seems to be doing pretty good. All right. So you can. You <laughs> She's can, a competent uh, twin. Uh, run over there. Uh, oh, twin. You wanna? Uh, I, I'm not gonna make you maneuver to climb up the steps. So we'll say you get up to the top of the steps, but that's gonna be for this round. Okay. okay. 
Uh, Charles, you know, you're not really doing anything round-wise, but I will tell you that uh, when you make it up to the stone at the apex, you see, uh, and it must have been a hell of a struggle, but you see Sully standing there um, behind the wheelchair of Colin Seavery, mm-hmm. who is mounted at the top of this this stone. And you also see crammed uh, onto the stone with them uh, two orderlies holding Dr. Archer. Mm. Um, so there we go. Um, let's come back around to Sonny. Uh, you notice that your buddy Zadok has moved <clears throat> to the top of this pillar. Yay. <laughs> um, I, so one of the orderlies is actually like engaged with me. Okay. And the other one's holding on to the, uh, to victim. The, to the victim. Yeah. Uh, is the victim fighting back? Uh, struggling, but not effectively. She's <laughs> just, or he's, whoever it is, is, you know, I'm going to maneuver and attempt to grab the victim and just kind of, I don't know. Shove him off? No, I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to grab him, no. jump off with him. Okay, uh, so, so you're going to hurt, but. Your idea is to grab the victim. Get him off the cube. <laughs> and get him off the cube. Okay. Um, if it can go through the stairs, then that's great. But if not, all right. The we're going to say that the, the orderly is going to see this and is going to take a maneuver action to kind of pull the victim away from you. Okay. Okay. So that'll be that'll be what the conflict is. All right. Roll percentile for me. Oh, 93. Oh, you've been going color, haven't you? So what did you... Okay, what did you roll? 30, so you, go, you, my you go with your nine. God, your per, did I mention your, percentile? Your <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Uh, what the hell did you roll? I have a percentile in here. 93. You've got the biggest box of dice I've ever seen. <laughs> you don't like percentiles. Oh, Lord. So okay, you rolled a 93, so you missed. Um, you were not successful. The orderly kind of yanks the guy off to the side. Um... Zadok, you're up there now, so we're gonna kind of we'll hold Grace this thing and this yeah, yeah. this kind of pattern. What is but, your uh, what's your dexterity? Don't worry about it, Ron. Uh, my dexterity is fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five. Um, yeah, you're gonna go. Hang on a second. <laughs> eh, I probably should have had should have had uh, Sunny go after all. What's your dexterity? What did you say your dexterity was? Pretty low, wasn't it? Thirty. Yeah. Sunny's us 30. All right. Both Actually, the cultist should have gone first, but that's okay. Okay. So, um. The cultist, huh? Oh, I mean, the, uh. <laughs> orderly. Oh, the orderly. The orderly oh. should have gone first. Damn it. The order- <laughs> if it wasn't obvious cult. already, the orderlies yeah. are the bad guys. Yeah. Uh, mm. so the, or- so the orderly who is, uh, who, the one guy has already made a dodge, so he's done for the round. The other guy is going to take a swing at you. You also are done for the round, so you cannot. You are effectively outnumbered, so you can't. You can't dodge. Now, what's going to happen though is the orderly also will not be able to dodge your thing. Okay, so oh, okay. this is kind of one of those weird chain things where everybody is fighting somebody else. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess that's an automatic hit if you're no. All right, hang on. All right, nope. We're going to say he missed completely on his swing. Yay. Okay. 
So what are you going to do? Get them. No, not you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sick them. <laughs> What's that? Try to catch one of them off guard and push them off the stone. Okay, so there's an orderly who's uh, holding a captive and an orderly who is not. Do I think I could push the one holding the captive away without taking the captive with him? Probably not. No, I mean, he's holding the captive. So if you push him off the stone, the captive is going with him off the stone. I'll push the other. You push the other one off? Okay. Right. I like the considerations. <laughs> All right. Make a roll. Tell me how you do. Get him off the stone. Uh, what am I rolling? Brawl? Uh, brawl, yeah. Uh, 25. 27. 27. Okay, so you do not push the guy off the stone. He doesn't even get a dodge to roll, though. Um, Grace, what are you doing? Um, obviously, this guy is... I've got his attention now. Mm-hmm. Is he? Is he going to take a swing at me? Um... He, uh, he, uh, what's, what's your dex? Uh, my dex is 50. Your dex is 50. So yes, he will take a swing at you first. Yeah. So one of the guys is going to take a swing at you. Would you like to dodge or fight back? I would actually like to try and use his momentum against him. What I would like to do is if he swings, I'd like to roll back and use my good foot to try and flip him over me. Okay. This is going to be Use my acrobatic, my, use my acrobatics trainings. It's going to be a maneuver and I'm still going to give you a penalty die for it. Okay. All right. So roll your two tins. And okay, he, she has the proper dice. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Oh, uh, but. Yeah, but the other one is a four, so I have 40 and 10. So what's the lowest 10, or the, the highest 10? Is ten the 40. Is the 40, 40 so 40 one. something. And your, bra- your maneuver is... Well, do I have or, maneuver or brawl, dex? Your brawl. Sorry, your brawl. Oh, my my brawl is is twenty five. Okay, uh, and he actually rolled a fail, so never mind. It oh, matter, okay. Doesn't matter what you did. Uh, this guy failed miserably. <laughs> uh, so, what are you going to do? I like I said, like if he comes in for a swing at me, what I'd do is I'd grab no, for, on, for your action. It was his action, and you maneuvered against him. But what's your action going to be? Well, my you want to attack him, or you want to try to do another maneuver, flip him kind of thing. Well, that—that's what my whole goal was: is to use his momentum against him. And okay, but I'm gonna let you do another thing. Oh, yes. Well, did gonna... I did I did my momentum no. move get him off? Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, Come I was on. gonna roll back, yes. grab his arm, and <laughs> yes, over my fact, head. Okay, I see. You succeeded. He failed. Yes, of course you did do that. Thank God you you kept at explaining that to me. <laughs> I'm rather. Dimwitted way, I did not understand. All right, <laughs> he's no longer on the cube. All right, and he takes uh, three points of damage, and he is no longer on the cube. All right, uh, so um, Charles, you see, um, Sully, um. Scream now. And he pulls from behind his back, perhaps out of his belt, a dagger. <clears throat> he grabs Colin Seavery's, like his forehead, mm-hmm. kind of pulls his head back and severs all the way through. Oh, shit. All the way through. <laughs> and Seavery and just gives Seavery's head a toss. Uh, and at the same moment, um, those guards on the six cubes that don't have anyone fighting them 
one of the one of the uh, orderlies of each pair pulls out a knife and uh, immediately cuts the throat of the person they are with. Um, so what's going to happen this round is uh, it's you, uh, Grace, and an orderly and a victim, and the orderly's urge here is going to be to slice that victim's throat. And I'm going to make them, we'll call that a maneuver. Mm -hmm. And if he can succeed in that maneuver, then he will do it before you get done. If he fails in that maneuver, then you will get a round to go. Okay. Now you guys have, uh, there are two, the two of you and two orderlies and a victim. Mm -hmm. So there's three of us trying to save the victim. (laughs) Presumably they're trying to save themselves. The victim trying to say this? Yeah, the victim is mostly useless at this point. So no. Only one orderly has hands-on their victim right now, yeah, though. Yeah, but one orderly has hands-on, and that orderly is going to go first in the round, make a maneuver, and the other orderly is going to go and do something. And if the first orderly fails at his maneuver, then you will have a chance at doing something uh, before the victim's throat is cut. All right? So we will roll... Um, Grace's orderly first. And he succeeds. He does, in fact, slice the throat of his victim. And I'm not able to jump in anymore. You cannot jump in and beat this. What are you going to do? Jesus. Someone just got their throat cut in front of me. Yeah. Um... I guess my my only instinct remaining would be to just try and get this or like just shove the orderly off the cube and just try and do as much harm to them as I can. Okay. All right. Um, So roll another maneuver. Uh, 32. No, 52. 52. Is that a success? That is not a success. No. Okay. It's not under 25. So you kind of uh, ineffectively bump into him. Uh, the the surface of the cube has grown rather slick. Yeah. Um, yes. Why is that? There's <laughs> blood everywhere! Blood everywhere! Blood everywhere! Uh, so the orderly on your cube... Oops, that's not... A, not even I can't roll. There's, there's a, <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Uh, rolled an ought eight. Uh. So, in fact... Um, yeah. Very quickly, very efficiently. Yeah, uh, very deeply uh, slices the throat of the victim they're holding. Well, um, I tried. The other, the other orderly is going to uh, just simply take a swing at you, Sonny. Uh, you'd gotten his attention before anyway. So uh, you can dodge if you want or fight back. I'm going to fight back. My dodge is terrible. All right. Okay. Let's see what you get. What'd you get? 84. 84? Oh, that's weird. He rolled an 87. (laughs) So it looks like you all... um, um, Well, so if there's a draw... Oh, if both fail, there's no damage. So, okay, no damage. Um, Yeah, it's a complete miss. Zadok, what are you going to do? Try to push the guy with the knife off. Okay. Uh, he's holding. He's a, got a knife. He's got a knife and uh, a victim there. All right, so you're going to corpse. <laughs> make a yes. maneuver. Yeah, yeah, soon to be a corpse. A rapidly bleeding out corpse. 
Alright, yeah. Um, you also failed, but that's going to be no damage, no nothing. Okay. Um, so, uh, poor Charles, uh, you know, you're, you're seeing the carnage, and you see Colin Seavery's head fly, and uh, your one single urge is to scream, The King is coming! The King is coming! And, um... King, 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 king. Sully... Uh, pulls a whistle uh, from a chain around his neck and blows it, and you hear uh, an unearthly note sound. Just this... And uh, there's an answering sound from the sky, and descending from the sky are eight yellow creatures. They look uh, kind of weirdly crustacean with kind of a uh, maybe an insect-like uh, abdomen and uh, bizarre wings that don't make sense as wings but seem to be functioning as wings and um, these creatures each descend upon one of the eight cubes um, so now um, Grace you have uh, a blood slicked cube where you're standing, and an orderly, and a victim, and a bug will soon be landing uh, near you. Uh, shoot it! Shoot it! <laughs> the uh, I will. Um, I will say that the the thing has not arrived yet. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a chance to kind of have a go if you want to get off the cube or what do you, what do you, what do you plan to do here as you see this thing descending on you? It'll be here next round. It'll be on the cube. What's the orderly doing? Uh, the orderly, uh, is, um, going to drop the person there on the cube and just simply uh, take your header off of it. Just jump off of it since you're probably blocking the stairs. Yeah. I'll back away. Like back away down the stairs or back yeah. away to a corner of the cube? <laughs> stairs. I guess how shocked am I by this? This is obviously a very, very shocking thing oh, that's happening. It's a monster from that's... the sky. The king is coming. That was going to be something I was going to um, deal with later. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we might as well now. Why don't you go ahead and make a sanity check? Mm. <laughs> no, actually, with percentile dice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, either way, it was sevens, both of them. Uh, so, either way. Oh, um, I rolled is, all my percentiles. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Turns out right. she rolled six of them. Pick a thing with with uh, tens on it and a thing with ones on it. I rolled my penalty. She now rolled her well. car keys, folks. Take those around in your hand and let them go. Sixty. <laughs> Sixty is that a that is a miserable fail. That is a fail, yeah. Check. Okay, I will need you to also roll a d6. Then follow that with a d6. Three. Three. So take three sandy points off. How many sanity points have you lost today? Uh, it's just, just I've gone this, not from this evening session, but in this nine. game day. Nine this Yeah, game six day? earlier today, okay. and then... All right. 
Uh, so you are um, just going to fall to your knees, screaming bloody murder. Uh, Hooray! You have a bout of madness on you. Ah. Okay. Um, so same deal for you guys. There is a creature that is coming down, and it is going to be here next round. Well, let's go ahead and make those sanity checks, though, since they're on their way. Is that cool? Let's go with you first. Ten. Ten. Okay, you uh, lose one <clears throat> one sanity point. Uh, the crazy guy with the turbans, the one who's got the hot, the best hold on reality. The one guy who had enough sense to not read the stupid <laughs> madness-inducing play. Yes, that's the best hold in reality. All right, what do you got, Sonny? Oh, 91. 91. Wow. Okay, give me a D6, please. Switch them. They're 19. <laughs> Ow. Five. five. I mentioned that's okay, my zero skill. Points. Actually, uh, Grace, you should have rolled an intelligence check. We skipped that step. Roll an intelligence check for me. 15. 15. You, uh, yes, you went blithering insane. Okay. Yeah, okay. Just just confirming. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sonny, make an intelligence check for me. Ninety-seven. Oh, 97. hey, ninety-seven. Yeah, awesome. Yes. yes. <laughs> no idea what the hell this thing is. Uh, so, um, okay, all right. You can kind of hold it together because surely that's not a monster coming down from the heavens. Uh, it must be something else entirely. Denial helps. It does. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So uh, in this round, um, Grace is cowering on the cube. And the monster lands next to her and begins to rend the body of the victim there. Uh, you guys... Uh, Didn't we have a round to act before oh, yeah, the you monsters get land? Yes, you do get a round to act before the monsters land. Sure, what do you want to do? Run for it. <laughs> okay, you want to bolt down Back the stairs the or just jump Down the stairs. The... Uh, stairs. Where's the cube she's on? Uh, it is. It is sort of next to you, so it's the next one over. How far apart are these? Um, they're probably about, uh, 10 yards apart. 10 yards? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 10 foot cube, 10 yards apart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Down the stairs. And okay. I'm gonna try and save my sister since she's apparently gone extra crazy. Okay. So yeah, you can make it up to the top of her, uh, cube next round. All right. Um, so the creatures land, uh, they begin to rage and feast upon the, um, body of the dead or dead victim there. Uh, all this under the light of the, the glowing moon. Charles, you see uh, Sully uh, continues to blow his whistle and then he puts it down and he begins to chant. Uh, and he is, he is chanting in a very loud voice in uh, a language that you're shocked to find that you completely understand. I understand this. Yeah. I will chant along. Yes. Well, you, you, you can. He is calling to Hastur. He is calling Hastur, Hastur, Hastur. Hastur, 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 Hastur. Um, How did he ever figure out that language? Sonny, you can... Uh, Sonny, you hear uh, nonsense <laughs> chanting, but you can make it up to the top of the uh, cube. Um, there is a monster there that is tearing into... Uh, uh, the corpse? The corpse, yes. <laughs> has not seemed to notice your sister yet. Um, what are you going to do? I'm going to grab her and give her a yank yeah. down. All right. Um, make a luck roll, Grace. 
Hooray. Seventy-five out of eighty. Seventy-five out of so that's a success. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you're uh, you're sufficiently Boom. sufficiently limp and compliant. Okay. So uh, uh, make a maneuver roll, or make a make a brawl roll. We'll call it a maneuver. All right. He's not going to fight back. Ninety-one. Uh, Ninety-one. Uh, okay. So you you kind of pull her over toward the top of the stairs, but you don't get her down this round. Um, as uh, damn ankle, <laughs> as Sully continues to chant Hastur or Hastur or Hastur, which sounds like gibberish to everybody who is not uh, totally gone batshit crazy. Preach it, brother! Uh, but Grace, yeah, Grace, you hear you hear the Hastur Hastur, um, and you feel more than you hear. Uh, what almost sounds like a reverse thunderclap, kind of a shock, and then a shock, 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 and in quick succession there are these these sounds followed by an enormous sort of shock wave, um, and all of you can look up. You see behind the sanitarium, behind Sigaros, back where you know uh, the Heart Ranch to be, and the set and the little fake lake you see a city flash into existence and then out and back and out and back and in. And with the final shock, a gigantic city, uh, a ruined ancient city stands behind Sigurros in the area that where, you know, the heart ranch to be. Um, I think we found the location shoot. <laughs> and uh, you get another chance to get your sister down off of this cube. All right. I guess more brawling? Uh, another brawl, yeah. Okay. And we'll say she continues to be compliant. 54. 54. Okay, you get her halfway <laughs> down the stairs. Wow, this is really hurting. Um, take um, two points of damage, Grace. Okay. From your brother dragging you down the stairs. Allie. Nah. Yeah, not really, not really anything consequential. She's also got the most HP in the party. What's he doing? What are you doing? Looking at to the car. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so you're getting out to the car. Um, there is in the center area where the V is. Uh, people are just screaming bloody murder. You know, the governor is dead. The police chief is dead. The mayor is dead. They were among the people carted up to the top of the stones. Um, you see a yellow nimbus begin to form. And this nimbus begins to take the shape of a figure. And Sully uh, says, Hastur, Hastur, reborn. And the nimbus begins to slide toward him. Uh, did you get another round to try to get your sister down off these stairs? Probably without injuring her this time. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yay! 32. 32. All right, so you get her down the stairs, and you can begin to drag her wherever you want to drag her to. Uh, wherever I think he's going to be driving through, hopefully he'll see me. Okay. I'm not going to go onto the road, but... All right, so you're getting... but so, so to get away from the building, you have to go toward the apex of the V. So basically, it's you pick. Which one do you want? Do you want to go toward Sigaros and the city behind it, uh, or toward the exit from the grounds through the gate, toward the apex of the V. Or you can run off laterally in some other direction. I'm going to go laterally. Laterally? Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so you can run laterally. Get away from the crowd, at least. Yeah. All right. Uh, Charles, you're still there in front of the apex. Woo, best special effects ever. Yeah. Astur. Astur, yeah, Astur, uh, screaming. This concert's uh, the most metal thing ever. There are, well, there are people who <laughs> think this is not the most metal thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> at the tops of their lungs and basically just, just running in circles. Um, there are, as I mentioned before, behind Sully and this now wheelchair with a decapitated corpse in it uh, is Dr. Archer uh, being held by two orderlies. Uh, the two orderlies uh, let go of her immediately. And she reaches behind one and pulls out a dagger. Um what are you guys? Are you guys still running away? Still running laterally? You're out of there. You're running towards the car. Yes. All right. So you guys are still getting away. Uh, Doctor Archer then takes the dagger and plunges it into Sully's back, uh, next to and perhaps uh, through his spine. He drops like a rock, and she continues his chant. Hastur, Hastur. <laughs> God damn it. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the yellow nimbus slides toward her. She is wearing a beautiful white dress. The yellow nimbus slides toward her and becomes like a glowing yellow robe. Uh, her dress just begins to shred itself, and the robe begins to become massive tendrils. The tendrils begin to reach out, and everyone who is not shouting Hastur, Hastur, uh, this begins to be sliced by the ribbons of this glowing... Oh, Hastur! 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 <laughs> totally staring Hastur over here! Deep into this. Um, and, uh, in fact, the queen in yellow is reborn. Um, and uh, Carcosa is made manifest in the Simi Valley. And... Um, as well, let's, we can say that as you are running... Um, laterally away from everything. Um, uh, you can uh, make a uh, make a make a luck roll. Yeah, uh, make a make a yeah, make a luck roll. Both of you, yeah. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Forty-eight. Forty-eight is forty within yeah. your luck. Okay, all right. We both have eighty. Um, <laughs> in the most extraordinary set of circumstances, you see. Um, Staggering, uh, running as best a person can run, uh, but mostly staggering from uh, behind Sigurdros. Uh, you spot a figure uh, disheveled, but with characteristically uh, brilliant red hair. Uh, Yay! We found our uncle! <laughs> He is. Uh, he is not crazy. He is a wreck. Um, do you want to run over toward him? <laughs> I'm going to yell his name. Okay. All right. Uncle um, Eddie. And and he Eat seems. Yeah, he seems to respond uh, and and begins to wave to you. And again, is not. He's not. He's trying to run, but clearly is not able to run properly, and so is is trying to get to you. Uh, and I guess uh, if you. Uh, or do you want to move toward him or? Yeah. Okay. All right. So the two of you can move toward this is painfully slow uh, yeah. because you're dragging uh, your crazy to sister. Smack and, some sense and, into him. And he's doing his best to get to you. 
uh, and he finally does, and he clutches you and says, uh, what has happened? What has happened? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Things are dying. We're trying to get out of here, so we don't. She's obviously not well. (laughs) Okay. Um, so, um, we can, um, we can close with, um, Charles screaming Hastur, 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 uh, at the feet of the Queen in Yellow, and um, uh, Sadok is frantically trying to start the car. We see uh, Uncle Eddie and Sonny and Grace look up as uh, Bayaki descends upon them, and we can cut there at that moment of horror. Um, this is where one of those uh, sad modern rock songs start playing. Yes, uh, yeah. The hollow sounding yeah. songs. Um, the end. The end. <clears throat> dun, dun, dun. Nice. Of everybody and everything. Yes. You, you sadly failed to save the world, but of course you would. Because because that's how it's supposed to work. That's right? how it goes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the world ended. Hell yeah. <laughs> So that was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> was it? So what did we do wrong, Brad? Um, Everything! <laughs> we obviously couldn't figure out that Sully and Dr. Archer were the main, like, bad. cultists. They are the big bads, yeah. Um, um, okay, so so here's here's maybe the one principle about... Yeah, we, we about trusted the, the two people. <laughs> the yes, two people we trusted yes, the most. The two people we trusted the most were at least the, the two. So in, okay, so a good rule of thumb in any Call of Cthulhu game is there are two kinds of NPCs. Those who have no clue what's going on and the ones who are completely lying to you. Uh, and so um, that may be the one principle that you guys did not grasp at all about this game. Um, and I tried to kind of be subtle about it. Like the, the one security guard who told you guys to go look at the park for your mm-hmm. uncle, who is clearly not the kind of guy uh, who would go to the park because he's in a committed relationship with somebody and doesn't need to do that kind of thing. Because sometimes NPCs are just stupid and they say the wrong shit to you because they think they're being helpful, but they're totally not. <laughs> um, and yeah, but I'm I'm curious though because that would be based on what you said. That would be player knowledge influencing character actions. Yes. Yeah, right. And that's so, where you know. So part of this, is, yeah. So part of this is I, th- uh, I will own because I was really kind of like I played this game such that I was expecting a certain kind of. Thing from you guys, and then well, like what were you then, expecting? Because here's the thing: I mean, if so, player knowledge. Mm-hmm. I've read King and Yellow. I know you know most of what's going on in in that. Uh, there's my there's my player knowledge, but then there's character knowledge of I have no idea that these kinds of things exist in the world that there are mm-hmm. these kind of cults or any of that right, stuff. Right. So for me, coming in and someone saying, "Hey, there's this play," I'd be like, "Okay, let me find out some more about this play," as opposed to this guy's lying because that's what the game tells me. This yeah, right, right, right. And so, right? so, so that's kind of where I can own. I can own my part of like just completely thinking. Oh, you guys are gonna be like stupidly genre savvy, <laughs> right? Right, right. Um, 
And so that's yeah. I mean, I'll I will own my part of that. Thinking we that, we are genre savvy, they are not. No. Yeah, well, yeah. But, so that's that's the that's yeah, the weird. We, but maybe, I mean, that's that thing that you have to do with any role playing game, right? I mean, you can have memorized everything in like a monster dungeon, manual. a monster manual. But when it comes time to fighting it, you can't go. Oh, I know what will kill this thing that I've never met before or seen in my life. Yeah. So at, you know, at the beginning of the session, oh, it's a rust monster. Everyone switched to wood weapons. <laughs> I would kind of ask you guys. So, what are you? What is your plan? Like, what do you? What do you? What's going on here? Right. Um, that is, I was expecting you to take a much more investigative approach to this as opposed to a kind of a let's see what happens to us by following not just following well, but i think we were trying to oh, yeah, right? yeah yeah, yeah. And I'm not, we're trying I'm to follow the breadcrumbs because none of us are detectives. i mean none of our right. none of our characters are detectives I'm except just, for the one at the end who just was i'm just saying your, the entire your, time your play style through me oh, um, I see. so i was not in in, in creating the scenario you wanted us to get to Friday like there, first. There weren't. Well, no, no, no. There weren't breadcrumbs. I was expecting you to, um, not completely buy into everything <laughs> that Doctor Archer said to you, hmm. um, uh, and realize that in fact she was the source of all of the shit. Right. Right. Um, that yeah, she totally is pretending like she didn't know that there was a play uh, in her library, mm -hmm. uh, but in fact she put it there. Specifically, so these guys would find it. Um, the backstory is, by the way, that uh, her brother was suffering dissociative delusions. Uh, and then she realized by talking to him and to another patient she was trying to deal with that they did, in fact, share the same delusion. That they did see these bizarre objects as the same thing, though there was no possible way the two of them could have been communicating with each other. Because they were in separate cells. Right, well, and they were, in fact, not having delusions. They were just able to see a separate reality that everyone else could not see. Right, right, right. So, um, there's all that business. Um, I was I was expecting you to be way more suspicious of Seavery, who was funding all of this. Um, although you guys seem to totally uh, love him, too. Um, and by the way, gave your hotel room numbers out to every single person. <laughs> Howard How did not. Howard <laughs> did not. But those hotel look room how great numbers he ended were, up. Yeah. were going everywhere. Um, well, he's safe in a cell. He's, uh, the rest of everybody else died. But, he's but, safe so, in a cell. So, yeah, you guys play like normal brain. people. Uh, well, like, like, but yeah, that's, right, yeah, which is exactly the way you should play. Yeah, so, I mean, so don't yeah. take that as criticism. Take that more as, uh, wow, I totally was not playing that you guys were going to have be normal people. And so my people were as, um, and I guess maybe there's not really much way to do that because they were as uh, uh, obfuscating as they could possibly be, right? No, so everybody played it. All the characters played themselves correctly. Yes. The characters were correct. Yeah. Seavery, by the way, was dead. Um, the entire time. Yeah. Uh, I, I was wondering, um, what was the Lovecraft thing about? I think that was the one where he was the he was really the bug. And it was, uh, was it one of those Dexter Ward stories where um, the bug had come down and inhabited his body. Or he was the alien. And he was oh, like the, wearing the funny, weird uh, plastic yeah, mask. And he yeah, had like the, mittens the, on. That's, that and, is yeah, the, I thought, uh, um, oh my God, how can I not remember this? This actually is a story that's associated with yeah, it's yeah. in the Haster cycle. Although just sort of weirdly, that's the story of the Mygo. Right, 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 right. Uh, and, that's yeah, it. Uh, yeah. Whisper that was like he was yeah. Yeah, having something going on. Like, yeah, yeah, I was actually referencing uh, Lovecraft's story, Cool Air, there. Well, that's starting at, to at get the, the, Yeah, yeah, where the guy was in the 
I need more ice. I need more yeah. cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would ride that one. Yeah, yeah. So that one's kind of creepy. Yeah, especially yeah, in the end, how he's just like a gelatinous mess on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I didn't go that far with the C three. Um, yeah, so that was fun though. I mean, because I don't know how. I don't know having sort of created this scenario, and then realizing where you guys were going with it. I couldn't see how you would possibly uh, get through this. I tried to give you some dynamite, uh, and you wanted to use it to <laughs> blow up a dam. You done said that, like, you know, know we shouldn't know. play it like d I know, I know, I know. It's like, I know. So, see, yeah, what would D&D thing. characters do? Like, Stop totally, pile weapons. I know, that's... I totally, like, was like, oh, they're not only not going to take that dynamite, which you shouldn't <laughs> have taken, but I'm, like, trying to... It's weird. I've, I like Because I want you to win... No, but, but this was a no-win. Yeah, this is a no-win situation, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I well, you could have possibly won. There's no, there not against Tembiaki and had you Hester actually destroyed and... any of the nine cubes, uh, they would not have been able to summon Haster. Oh, okay. Uh, so the cubes are an actual that requires material us component, uh, which uh, you might have been able to learn had you broken into uh, Sully's living quarters. Or Doctor Archer's living quarters and search the place. You might have either one of those two had a spell book that actually had uh, called deity Haster, and you maybe would have been able to figure out that those cubes were a material component of doing that. So destroying any one of those cubes would have done it. Um, the Bayaki just um, and the, the so the this human sacrifice made summoning the Bayaki easier since they all went down uh, no problem. All the Bayaki show up. Uh, then having the Bayaki uh, present makes summoning Haster and calling into Car- calling Carcosa into existence easier. And so um, you could have maybe done some things there if you'd been armed to the teeth. Mm-hmm. But again, let's say none of us had guns. None of us had. Nobody knew what to expect. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and, which is right. Which is totally right. But if we had a if we had all had some kind of a Cthulhu Mythos score higher than zero, <laughs> then sure. we probably or would have four. been more familiar with those yeah. things. Right. And we, we would have... Which is not going to happen. Right. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's... Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, you're pretty well doomed. I mean, there there are... I I had imagined maybe some outs, but I realized probably after the first session, yeah, this not... You guys are going to die. <laughs> um, and that's okay. I mean, that's these first timers. I'm going to kill them well, all. No, because that's really how the game goes. I mean, you're you're going to die. You would have to be some kind of extraordinary. I mean, to not, you know, nobody ever thwarts the Cthulhu mythos uh, in a Lovecraft story unless you happen to have a yacht that you can ram right through Cthulhu. Um, Why do you think I was trying to get the car? Yeah, <laughs> get the car. Um, so you think? Did you have fun? I had fun. Did you guys catch the the? I, I tried to throw in some references to uh, Hollywood stuff. Uh, Stephen and I were talking earlier about the. Well, Alan Smithy is just yeah, like the Smithy. dummy name that they give a director yeah. in a in the, the title. I want to completely distance himself from. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. I couldn't resist that. Um, the Hart Ranch. Did anybody recognize the Hart Ranch? Nobody. Okay. Mm-hmm. In uh, in the nineteen forties uh, or the fifties. Uh, William S. Hart sold his ranch to a man named Spawn, mm. and it later became the Spawn Ranch, uh, and was the site of various uh, film sets and uh, the Manson family. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that the uh, where the yeah. Manson family uh, killed everybody? I've been up in that uh, that area, actually, and I've seen the Manson caves, yeah, yeah. and they're really, they're really weird. Yeah. <laughs> the Manson family also had a, uh, a van uh, on which they had misspelled... 
Hollywood production says Hollywood Holly, production. Hollywood. <laughs> so that's what that was. I was referencing nice. that. Yeah. Um, let's see the one uh, the one guy uh, who was found uh, dead uh, and had cardiac arrest was at uh, what did I say? What was his address? Oh, I don't know if I wrote it down. Yeah, probably it not. was no, I can't uh, find it. about 1753 Angelo something. Yeah, 1753 Angelo. That is um, Jim Stark's house in Rebel Without a Cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. I did a whole bunch of I did a whole bunch of stupid crap. In there. <laughs> uh, awesome. Way too much time on my hands. <laughs> well, Jeff and Brian, yeah, you enjoy it. Was it? Fun. Is your first time playing Call of Cthulhu? Yeah, for was... everybody, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a crazy game. This yeah, is uh, totally literally... Did Brad's game literally totally turn you off of Call of Duty? This one was deeper and longer than most, yeah. I think. Yeah. Would you play it again? I'd play it again. Would you? Oh, yeah. What yeah. about you, Amanda? Did you enjoy oh, it? Oh, easily, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Rob? Did you enjoy it? You were the one that was, like, least interested in playing this game when we first brought it up. I was more least interested in doing any sort of role-playing at the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would totally play again. I was I was really hoping that we were at least going to be able to like stumble off and not stumble uh, off with your later uncle into Carcosa and live happily ever after. Uh, no, no, no <laughs> yeah. definitely not happily ever after. Just kind of stumble off into the darkness, are, are right we off into the sunset. Figure out what what boons being lineage of the king yeah. gets us. Oh yeah. So uh, uh, did you guys ever say who was born first? In any of the discussion? I don't think they so. did not. Oh, I... because in our conversation that we had when you guys were in the other room, she was the next in line before you. And then you had mentioned that she was alpha born. Twin. Yeah, that she was the alpha twin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she was born first. Yeah, that was just weirdly coincidental. <laughs> no, I was just referencing Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good twin story, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Oh, um, the dream. Uh, where you saw Edward uh, and Jeremy holding hands, but there was a shadow between them, uh, was uh, that that there was a, a deep, intimate relationship there, but it was shadowed. That is, that they were hiding it from mm-hmm. people. And so you were also seeing the king in the distance uh, and uh, his deep, intimate relationship with his sister, Dr. Archer, uh, who uh, whose maiden name was Atheling. Uh, which would have linked the two of them, uh, and in the in the uh, in lineage, his his name is given as Grav Solomon Atheling. Uh, Sully, uh, maybe better pronounced as Sully, would be uh, short for Solomon, uh, and she was uh, Sari Sagittarian Atheling. The Sagittarian thing I just threw in there because Sagittarius is the archer. But she had married a guy named Archer who had subsequently died, but never kind of uncovered that bit. But anyway, so that that dream, uh, you see uh, uh, your uncle's relationship that he keeps hidden, uh, which parallels the relationship that the two of them, the brother and sister, keep hidden over there. Uh, and then also uh, your uncle had a relationship with Naomi that was false. Uh, false. And so she's standing on her head. And so the other person over there was Colin Seavery standing on his head uh, because of the uh, false nature of the relationship there. So Nice. <laughs> yeah, but totally, you know, nobody. Who's going to get that, right? That's just so I can tell <laughs> well, you. Well, if we had followed all of the clues, <laughs> then yeah. we would have. 
Well, which is more like we were just consumed with trying to find where our uncle was mm. and just like, yeah. what's this weird well, thing okay, going so on inside? Yeah, and see, again, again, player knowledge and all that. Um, because um, whatever the hook is, is never really the thing, you know. And by the way, uh, the dead body uh, far away from any place where they could have jumped. Uh, could have jumped from, but the police are calling it a suicide. I totally ripped that off. That is the hook for Have You Seen the Yellow Sign? Uh, a really awesome, uh, which I won't spoil any of, but a really awesome Call of Cthulhu yellow sign adventure written by Kevin Ross back in the 80s, uh, which was my first exposure to the yellow sign was through that exact hook. And uh, that was a ton of fun. I played that adventure. I didn't run it, uh, but I did want to I did want to throw a little shout out to Kevin Ross. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Mr. Kevin Ross, for having created that adventure for us all to love. So, what actually killed Jeremy? Jeremy was killed by a by a key. Uh, in fact, uh, had you found that he tried to shoot your uncle's dead body, or I was even going to have Charlie and Tex maybe in the '60s uh, find if you'd thwarted things and actually gotten Carcosa to go away. I was going to say that Edward had managed to escape Carcosa then and come back to our reality, but died. Uh, and so maybe Charlie and Tex would find his body in a cave, and you could read this note uh, that I carried around in my pocket for weeks just to age it properly like that, um, which is all about uh, how he uh, was carted away to Carcosa by a Bayaki. The Bayaki can actually uh, fly interstellarly. And you can drink space meat, which will allow you as a human being to survive the flight. So Edward went a little nuts at the uh, cast showing. Jeremy did not. Uh, and uh, Edward was realized because he saw the chart that someone had dropped in his pocket, which was Sully, had dropped a copy of the chart in his pocket. And Edward realized he could read it and realized that he was, in fact, uh, Duke of the Romani, spelled with a Y, not an I. Uh, because being weird because of the dimensions. Uh, so he was, uh, he started to make some problems for them being royalty. Sully was not going to just kill him. So he had, uh, Jeremy and Edward carted off by some Bayaki to Carcosa. Uh, and, uh, Jeremy failed his <laughs> check and unloaded his gun on the Bayaki that was carrying him causing the Bayaki to drop him where he fell on the rock, shockingly close to the set where he'd been filming a movie about Carcosa, uh, which was just an amazing coincidence because it was from cigarettes that they took off nearby, but not from the set. Uh, so that's how Jeremy died and how he got there. So all of which was explained in this note that you never found. Uh, We're never failures. Such failures. Yeah, uh, terrible. I blame you, Rob. <laughs> fair. So, but, but, but the thing is that so fair is an interesting word to use because nothing is fair in this game. <laughs> Not really, at all. I love you it. You really don't stand a chance, uh, which is the other the other aspect of this. I mean, it's just, you know, in D&D, &D, you know the bad guy because they're coming at you with swords or arrows mm -hmm. or something. And in this one. Um, or his name's Rodrigo. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> in this one. There is, or Spud, yeah. Uh, there is no, uh, you know, there is no obvious indicator of who the bad guy is. And so, good luck to you. <laughs> Bless your little dying hearts, because you're going to die. Um, yeah. So, what you're saying is I should have rummaged around more in Dr. Archer's room. 
Yes, yeah. Um, but that's okay, because it wasn't really what you were there for. And so I got really excited because I thought, oh, my God, they're going to do it. And then, no, that was too easy. So, oh well. um, I don't know what I would have done to look for anything. Yeah, I mean, like, it would have, it would have, I don't know. Like, my I, spot hidden was dumb. Yeah, that was, uh, that was not going to happen. So I just thought, well, I'll let you have a luck roll, and you can just have this thing handed to you. I think, um, you know, the one thing we didn't do... And frankly, I'm, I, we might have been doing those luck rolls. That may not be the way that was intended, but it was the way I wanted to do it because it seemed to be the most expeditious way to kind of get some business taken care of. Hmm. Um, and the thing with the idea roll, you know, Robert, you were asking this session, can I do an idea roll because you're kind of walking up against a wall. The only thing I could do is tell you uh, you've completely bought into the story of people who've been lying. Like that was the only clue that you hadn't gotten was hmm. that you believe people who were lying to you. Um and it just didn't seem right to just go, oh, by the way, you suddenly grow completely suspicious of this person that you've trusted, trusted every yeah. minute of the way. Um, uh, Sully, of course, had access to your rooms because uh, he, he was setting us up for there. Yeah. yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So he got the dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I probably should have had Sully put the diadem on it. <laughs> That'd have yeah. been funny. Yeah. Yeah. That'd have been really cool. Damn it. Or Dr. Archer once she, uh, yeah, yeah, that would have been the thing. She'd put the diadem on. Stab. Yeah. Grab it. Shoot. Yep. Damn it. Can we recut that? Nope. <laughs> Too late. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody. It was fun. Well, there you go. That wraps it up. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been a fun experience, as I said early at the beginning of the episode. I like the fact that we were able to use these binaural microphones to bring you a different experience. And so many of you have mentioned that you like this experience a lot that I would love to see if we could do something like this in the future. I know many of you have asked us, Stephen, can you do more Fate System? Can you get back into Dungeons & Dragons, maybe do the 5th edition? I've had a number of you, since we started playing this game, have asked for more Call of Cthulhu stuff. Everything is on the table, to be quite honest with you, okay? If you want us to do a Call of Cthulhu campaign, we can do that. If you want us to bring back the uh, Fate system and finish Modern City, we can do that. If you want us to do a whole other system, I know people have been begging us for years to do the uh, Fantasy Flight Star Wars RPG stuff. That's something that can definitely happen. There's Atomic Robo on the Fate system. There's apparently a new Fate system, the Fate of Cthulhu, that's in beta right now. Oh, I wish I could get my hands on that. Someone listening out there who can make that happen, please make that happen. Um, I've always wanted to do something, what is it, the Spirit of 77, that game. Uh, we've also got the Sixth Gun. There's a new Star Trek RPG that's coming out. We can do shows on all of those things. Of course, we'd all be incredibly busy, and I doubt all of us would be able to participate in all of those games and episodes. But it's 100% possible if we can get your help. It does cost a lot of money to buy new equipment, to make sure that our aging equipment, I mean, we've been doing, in some of our shows, some of this for 10 years. So some of this equipment is really aging out. And we need to be able to buy new equipment when it's necessary. We need to be able to pay our players and our participants for their time. We need to be able to pay our server costs and our hosting costs. Yes, advertisers like Harry's offset that. But we could really use your help to make shows like Critical Hit and all of our other shows continue on and, and continue to make them possible. 
and to add in new shows. And the best way for you to do that, if you think Critical Hit is worth a buck or two a week, a buck. I mean, how much are you spending on your on your drinks that you go out there and, and, and down? Two, three, four bucks a day? Skip that, skip that coffee line one day and put that into a Major Spoilers fund over at patreon.com slash major spoilers. And if we can get that to grow big, you can look at all of our goals. We still have yet to hit our primary goal that we need to make sure that all of our costs are currently covered. Once we get past that, the sky's the limit, and we can create new shows left and right for you all the time. So head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Check it out. Sign up. If you want a membership card, t-shirts, other special things, including art and whatnot, it's all over there at patreon.com slash major spoilers, including bonus bonus podcast stuff that we have coming out all the time. So what is the next game that we are playing? Well, uh, the next game we will be uh, jumping into with both feet. It's something people have been asking about for a long, long time. Pathfinder. Yeah, that's right. Pathfinder. We're going to be exploring that world. And uh, I'm not going to give you anything more than the system this week, Pathfinder. Because next week on the show, D&D Brian sits down with our Game Master, who you will also find out (laughs) next week. You'll find out... Uh, what the setting is, kind of what the the game is a li- uh, is about. That's next week, right here, on Critical Hit. I'm I'm super excited about this. We have played, as of this recording, we have six episodes done already. Seven if you count uh, the the character creation with Brian. Uh, and we have you know this. I don't even think we're to the halfway point of the game yet. So it's one that's going to continue for many, many months. Uh, and right now, all of us who are playing the Pathfinder game are having a blast. And I think you will too. When we play it, it all begins next week. Thanks so much, everyone, for checking us out. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing this episode with a friend. And I really want to thank everyone who is considering becoming one of our patrons at patreon.com slash spoilers. Again, without your help, none of this would be possible. So, until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2017 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.